and welcome in to another edition of the PHNX D-backs audio only podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. I'm joined by my vice mayor and Thunderstick, occasionally known as Jesse Friedman. Jesse, I know what you want to talk about and I know what I want to talk about. So let's get to it. Let's talk about Major League Baseball player pants, Jesse. No, I'm so tired of talking about pants. Can we please talk about something else? Oh, my God. Yes, we could definitely talk about something else. Uh, it, it, it is weird how, though, the Fanatics saga continues to kind of drag on. Right. And I mean, it's just one thing after the next. But you know, it's like we we find out that they tried to basically, you know, do some things with the jerseys. Those didn't work out so well. The pants weren't great. Uh, and now, as of as of picture day this week, and as of games being played this week, we got a chance to really see some of those white pants in action, Jesse. And <laughs> it's it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination. ML- yeah, no. <laughs> MLB really looks like they're trying to go for onlyfanatics.com is what they're trying to start over here. And, of course, <laughs> oh a big gosh. part of that is showing you these beefy boys uh, underneath parts. Like, what the hell are we doing? I, I mean, yeah, you're right. This is something that we have talked about too much on this show. Uh, maybe not as much as Rob Manfred's career. Maybe we've talked about that more unnecessarily. But uh, it's it's just it's amazing what a disaster this entire rollout of this new partnership with with fanatics making the jerseys has been i mean from literally from top to bottom it's it's been a disaster you and i have actually asked the question like why aren't we noticing this with the diamondbacks stuff and it's because the diamondback yeah. stuff doesn't have seem to have these same issues yeah i i uh i mean i guess once more of the photos come out maybe we'll we'll be able to compare with some of the other photos that have been taken but yeah i haven't i haven't noticed anything i know they've released some some pictures online already um, so what i have noticed is it's like the true white like we had the padres playing the dodgers uh on thursday and the white like those they both wore like white white pants and those seem to be more of an issue i know the diamondbacks aren't white they're off-white and i'm just wondering if that off-white nature of their pants might have saved them from this embarrassment of their pants being like that they do have all of their pictures from picture day uh just from waist up uh so that's very they were very smart about that that. does not seem uh accidental yeah every (laughs) single picture is from waist up i'm not kidding you will not see a knee in any of those pictures we do have a little bit of cattell uh and i don't know what do you i see a little bit there. yeah look pretty see-through yep, yep the d-backs pants have the same the, the, problem they have the same i take issue. back what i said yeah earlier. <laughs> uh they did do an amazing job though setting up their backdrop for picture day by the way they set up i don't know if you had a chance to see that on yeah, social media yeah that was pretty cool they set up a bunch of balloons with paint inside and had the diamondbacks players come pop them with with darts and that's just once again being a connected and dangerous team but oh man jesse i'm with you i don't like most of the time in any league, in any sport, when jerseys are new or there's a change, there's a period of time where people have their gripes, but mostly they're being nitpicky. These gripes, I feel like, are valid for most of the teams. I don't think the Diamondbacks really look nearly as bad as, as some of these other teams when you talk about the lettering and other factors. But, I mean, the, the, for the pants to be as see-through as they are, it's a... I mean, it's a, it's it's an embarrassment. Like it really is. And what's weird, it's not just the see-through nature of it, right? It's that the pants are kind of like such a light fabric that you literally see like 
every you see the the crease from the pant or the shirt being tucked in right you see all of everything going on like in in you know that's it's like weird i can't i that's like the tag down at the bottom corner okay. we're looking at yeah, the pictures looking. right now <laughs> the, i think it's lourdes he has the jersey tucked in and you can see like the tag that they put uh, in the bottom right front of the jersey you can see it through his pants what i just don't understand how a mistake like this is made Right. Because it's like these pants go through a design phase. <laughs> then I imagine that they are reviewed and that they like model yeah, you, them. You and think they, making sure they're not see through would be one of the not, priorities, not like a very advanced step in the process. Like these you are, probably do that before you these do are dry, just anything else. Jesse, these are dry. What happens when they dump water on him for winning a game? It's <laughs> it's it's naked time is what it is. It's naked <laughs> that time. Is, that is a scary thought. I'm just I just sometimes when stuff like this happens, I think it's a true reflection of how fast this this stuff moves and at some point quality control definitely is lacking here i i think mlbpa is going to have to continue to try to get some changes made from fanatics in order for them to proceed with just the low quality nature of some of this stuff you know yeah and i mean the teams have already done their photo day right so if major league baseball actually does come and and decide that they're going to change these things would teams like go back and retake all of their all of their photos? Question. Are they going to are they going to throw the darts at the wall again and recreate <laughs> the the same paint effect they had oh, earlier? That still sounds like a fun time. I mean, I, I'm not it opposed does. to that. I would that's, I would want to come fair. back. Um, but yeah, I I just hate it. I hate that this kind of mistake. I'm a big jersey guy. I've talked about this in the past. I like hats. I like jerseys. I like I like uh, I, I like owning them. You know, and I still think the Diamondbacks are uh, at least going to get away with a little less scrutiny, like I said in the past, because of the fact that these are New Jersey, so they're happening during this transition phase. We don't have any other jersey to compare it to that looks like these. So at least the lettering and stuff, we'll probably give them a pass on for the D-back stuff. But the pants, the pants are not, it's not good. It's not a good situation no. with the pants. I don't want to see some of the things that we're seeing uh out there on the field jesse and i, I mean, never one way to increase that. viewership right? I, i'm <laughs> telling you only fanatics.com only fanatics.com uh the fanatics has already taken over the merchandising world it was only a matter of time before they moved into pornography uh and other and other fields like that right but mm. uh, speaking of good times by the way <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh spring training is here spring training games are here it's the most wonderful time of the year i i'm speaking to you from the past uh, I right now might not even exist anymore. I might live in ba- the Bahamas permanently from this point, Jesse. And this might be the last time you get to hear my voice on this show, which I know would be a very welcome uh, thought, at least in your mind. But uh, <laughs> we do have a, the most wonderful time of the year with spring training games being here. People love it here in the Valley. Of course, it's really what makes, uh, you know, Arizona baseball nirvana. Not only do we have this wonderful team we can root for, but we have all these wonderful games that we can attend. However, it's breaking the bank a little bit, Jesse. It's a little expensive to be attending these spring training games. It's not what I remember them being back when I was a kid. However, I wasn't paying for them back then. So who the hell knows how much you and I were actually, uh, it was costing our parents to take us to these games. It just feels like spring training games have, have kind of ascended to a point where they cost more than like a regular season baseball game yeah i mean it's like a it's no it's certainly no secret that this is a 
a big part of tourism in Arizona this time of year. Uh, people flock to the Valley just for the sake of spring training and these ballparks aren't very big. And for some of the bigger market teams, you're just getting this enormous influx of people and these stadiums that hold, you know, 12, 13,000 people. And, you know, uh, more demand means uh, means higher prices. That's just kind of the kind of the way the economics work. But yeah, things have gotten a little ridiculous. Uh, you guys are, are currently listening to the Thursday version of uh, of uh, Jesse and Derek. Um, so with that being said, we're looking at prices for games on Friday and Saturday uh, before these games have been played. So the Diamondbacks Rockies spring training opener. Uh, tickets for that game, Derek, the lowest price that you can pay right now, just buying tickets straight from the team, just so we're all on the same, same uh, playing field here. $46.50 is the cheapest ticket you can get to D-backs Rockies on Friday. Is that a seat or is that uh, like a lawn ticket? Yeah, that is a seat. Okay. Uh, for the purpose of this uh, very scientific study that we're doing, lawn seats are not allowed. We're not counting those as actual Do seats you, because they're not really seats. Well, and does every spring training facility have lawn seats or uh, there's some that do not? I think that's, a good, every, that's a good question. I don't think uh, Scottsdale Stadium doesn't have lawn seats, right? Is that why they have that weird structure out there over there in like right field with the the party deck and everything like that yeah yeah yeah, no i don't think they they don't have room for that out there um so yeah 46 dollars and 50 cents is the cheapest ticket to d-backs rockies the most expensive seat in the house is 76 dollars so you're bringing a family of five out there you're you're well into the you know and then there's parking you're well into the 300 dollar range for d-backs rockies which of course is a you know, heated rivalry, all everybody, sorts of, all sorts everybody of wants implications to see for the regular Rockies. season and whatnot. Well, okay. Yeah. So to, to be fair, what about a game that more people would want to attend universally? Like uh, I know we had this blowout in game one between the Dodgers and the Padres that we just saw. But uh, right. what, what about that game on Friday between those two teams? What's that? What's that going to cost me? Uh, well, it's not going to cost you much when people are hearing this because Friday's already passed. But um <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. In the past. Uh, sorry, I had to do that to you. Uh, yeah, so on Friday, it's complicated because the, the best seats for that game are are sold out. So we actually can't buy a ticket for like right behind home plate from Ticketmaster. But the most expensive seat that you can buy is $84, including fees for, Pod- or for Dodgers Padres. The least expensive is $78. So, not a lot of difference there. Not, where does that, not a lot of where difference Where does that $84 there? ticket put me? Uh, I think it was like somewhere along the baseline or something. And the $78 is just like the worst baseline seat. And these are have. and these are Camelback Ranch. These are at Camelback so Ranch. So I'm in the sun. So you're, yeah, your sun burns in the third inning if you didn't come. What, is the, what yeah. is the little sun seat thing mean on their website, Jesse? What does that mean? <laughs> they, uh, they mark their sun seats? Yeah. Shouldn't that be every seat in that godforsaken stadium? I'm that pretty, is- I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, uh, that I didn't check all of them, but yeah, I don't know if they're I don't know if they're like legally required to do this. But if you go on Dodgers.com and like buy spring training tickets, they have like little notes. You know, you've probably seen this. Like, oh, this seat has an obstructed view. This seat, you know, things you might want to know about the seat. And yeah, all of the ones that I was clicking on for for that particular ballpark did say sun seat because we all know there's no shade at Camelback Ranch. 
what about uh, since we're still in the past? Since we're in the past from when this <laughs> drops, uh, what what else you got for me on Friday? Yeah, so Cubs White Sox, uh, similar situation where the best seat in the house is no longer available, so we can't check that one. But the most expensive that is available is sixty four dollars, including fees. The cheapest seat that is available is fifty one dollars. Now these are from the team, right? So this isn't from any kind of reseller. Yeah. These aren't any reseller fees yeah. or anything like that. These are just straight up from the box office best seats available. And what they cost. Right. Fifty one fifty one to sixty four dollars is, is the range for, for seventy six dollars to take take on a D backs Rockies game, sixty four dollars to take on a Cubs White Sox. Like yeah. That's just outrageous. And I, it's it, the wild thing is is that it just makes me feel old because I'm sure there's some people that probably would find these ticket prices to be very reasonable. Maybe the Arizona Diamondbacks have spoiled me as a fan because the Diamondbacks do such a great job of making regular season ticket prices so low. Um, I mean, I, I yeah. also experienced that a little bit when I went to um, a Chicago Cubs game in, in Wrigley through a reseller, I was going to pay like over a hundred dollars for a standing room only ticket. And I ended up being able to get it from the team for like 22 bucks or something like that. Right. So it was substantially lower to be able to buy it straight from the team. But uh, Dodgers oh, and angels are completely sold out on Saturday. Yeah, I couldn't check anything there. That's not a huge shock because Shohei, you know, facing the former team, that whole that whole narrative. Okay. Um, I am looking at Cubs Giants for Saturday right now. This is Cubs at Giants in Scottsdale. Yeah, this is at Scottsdale Stadium. Most expensive seat in the house is one hundred and five dollars before fees. Jesus Christ! Least expensive is thirty five. But that's I'm well. That's at least a decent range. Do they have thirty five dollar tickets? Oh yeah, they do have. Some. Yeah, okay, that's a so bleacher, bleacher a bleacher seat is thirty five dollars plus fees. Um, so yeah, and, and just running through some of the other ones real quick, Mariners, White Sox on Saturday, that ranges from about 40 to $80. And then the ones, uh, way out on the West side, smaller market teams, uh, Reds guardians ranges from 23 to 42 on Saturday. And then Rangers Royals on Friday, that was the cheapest one I could find. 1750 will get you into that game into a non lawn seat. Uh, and then $50 wow. is the most expensive there. That credit to those guys out there, right? Because I it's mean, it's not like the Rangers just like won the world series, right? I mean, my God. <laughs> uh, and I mean, again, that's, see, that's, that, that seems like a little bit more reasonable. That seems like what I remember spring training games costing, right? Like 50 bucks is going to get you the most expensive, nicest seats. But yeah. for the most part, you can get in the door for under $20 per person. And that's really where a lot of these games should be at. Reds guardians is close, but I'm not paying I'm not paying $23 for a cheapest seat to get into that game. Reds uh, Guardians doesn't feel like a, a especially thrilling matchup necessarily. Um, although you can see noted uh, top 100 player in baseball, Ellie De La Cruz, if you go to that game most oh, likely. Oh, your lucky Damon's not here to hear that right now. But, <laughs> uh, the most important thing is to get out and watch some spring training games because this is an incredible, incredible time of the year. Uh, but it does beg to, to ask if, if some of these prices are getting a little out of control because then, of course, there's a, after this point, you got a lot of resellers that are adding on to that. Yeah. If you're going to a, a second party, third party, excuse me, and, and you're, you're trying to buy tickets here, you are most likely going to pay over $100 for so many of these games. And that, yeah, especially that, the ones that have sold out completely. Yeah, that's, that's where it reaches a level of being outrageous, right? I mean, that's where you have to say, like, I get it. I understand the excitement. And especially if you're a fan of a baseball team, here in Arizona that you don't get to normally see. Like you're not a fan of the Diamondbacks. You're a fan of like 
let's say the Royals or or the Brewers or one of those teams, and and you want to go out and watch as many games of theirs as possible, but they just make it really hard for it to be an affordable ask uh, over a month for someone to attend that many games when you know you're charging close to a hundred dollars at some of these ballparks on you know. And I get it. it like the Cubs at Giants, it makes me wonder if another game out at Scottsdale Stadium is going to be much cheaper because it's the Cubs. Yeah, Cubs, Cubs Giants. I mean, that's about it's as a draw. expensive of a matchup as you could find, yeah. probably. But anyway, well, I uh, again hope I make it back from my cruise. That's the biggest thing because I want to watch some baseball games and I want to go with my friends. I want to, uh, to go drink beer and enjoy a baseball game. Uh, no offense to the job I have, but if I told most of you that you had to go to a baseball game by yourself, uh, not drink alcohol, and then write me an essay afterwards about what you saw, you most likely would think that that wasn't a very good deal. So uh, I think you can understand Jesse's uh, life sometimes here, but I'm going to take him <laughs> out and get some beers and stuff. But I do have uh, to correct Scottsdale Stadium does have a lot. It does have a little bit of a yeah, lawn, right? Just not very it. big. Yeah, it, it not, it, there's like a center field wall that kind of pops up. They well, don't they all have that. Yeah, they don't have a lawn area there, but there is definitely a lawn at Scottsdale Stadium. Okay, well, Jesse's wrong. I am wrong. You know how it is. What else is new? Yeah. Uh, All right, well, uh, make sure you drink lots of water when you're out there and uh, wear that sunblock. And that's for Jesse. If you're listening, I mean, you could probably take that advice too, but that's mostly for Maybe I can get away from the sunblock for for actual games because I'm sitting in the press box, which Mm -hmm. is presumably shaded. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Sun can come right in that window. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't take much. I mean, me, once so. once it once it gleams off those pants, once it reflects off the white yeah, pants, once, and then you get a glimmer of that. Uh, you know, just that reflection <laughs> from someone's thigh because you can see right through the pants <laughs> of their thigh coming off into your eye. You're you're gonna wish you wore the, that that sunblock. But is there? Let me just ask you real quick. Is there anything that can be done about this? About the spring training ticket prices? Is it just kind of the way it is? The demand is just high enough. This is what the it's just supply and demand. This is just kind of how it is at this point. I don't know because it's on a it's it's per team, right? You know, like the Diamondbacks make that a priority for themselves at least during the regular season that they offer one of the most fan friendly uh, costs overall to attend a baseball game in all of MLB, and they prove it year and year and year and year and year in and out, right? Like they always are at the bottom yeah. of the list as far as uh, the index on how much it costs to attend a game, no matter what you know caveat there is no matter if it's a family of four a single person whatever four hot dogs four, four hats, hot dogs yeah four, yeah. four beers uh, including, yeah, they, including one for your eight-year-old yeah exactly they do all of that right <laughs> so it's like yeah i mean I, I think that unfortunately it becomes a thing of like you know how are you going to restrict it is mlb going to oversee it and demand that they all charge similar prices i mean that that would I, I feel like be seen as a crazy overstepping of their of their authority and and maybe going too far. I, I think the only way people can change that is by not paying to go see those teams and showing with their wallets. Right. That's not going to happen. It's like you said earlier, it's a supply and demand thing for a team like the Dodgers. They're going to be an attraction, especially with yeah, this team that they put now. together, right? So yeah. part of that and part of overpaying all of those players is being able to thus then charge more money for tickets to see that team and having people willingly still pay that. So I yeah. don't think that there is much you can do. I think the only thing the teams can do is keep keep it in perspective a bit that – you know, if you're a team like the Diamondbacks and you're trying to build your fan base still, 
you're not a team like the Cubs. You're not a team like the Dodgers that just kind of have that homegrown generational fan base. You might want to consider even lowering your spring training prices because the Diamondbacks are on the higher end of things here. Yeah. And I feel like they could be a little less expensive as well. Yeah, I, I guess maybe the workaround is, you know, if you want to go see a team that, that costs more generally, uh, go see them at Surprise Stadium, go see them in Goodyear. You can probably save some money by by driving it. I mean, maybe you live closer to there. I don't know. It's a good um, point. Yeah, going to different state, going yeah, to an away the, game. The for kind those of teams. like, although I mean, I guess I shouldn't call Goodyear Ballpark a less desirable stadium because we had it, yeah, we had it near, the, near the top of our, yes, our, our tier rankings. Um, so yeah, that's that's one workaround. You can probably save some money that way, depending on the ballpark. But Saw River Fields is always going to be pretty pricey when the D backs are there. I think. I mean, this is a reflection of everything that you pay a ticket to go see, right? In a way, like there's certain yeah. bands that you have to pay more to go see than other bands and so then some people like myself i i like to go see smaller bands at places like the crescent ballroom here in town because i can get a ticket for that for under 20 dollars versus going to some of the bigger shows well more well-known you know acts and, and paying 150 plus to see them down the street at the footprint center or at chase field right so yeah i mean it's 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 kind of just part of the way things go when you have something that is a desirable draw right it's a it's it's an attraction and people want to come see it and you have no problem selling tickets and when you can raise those prices and have people still pay that amount then that's that's what you're going to do so uh but hopefully they continue to keep things somewhat affordable at a lot of these ballparks and and keep it easy on us arizonans to still enjoy going out and and seeing spring training games and and attending uh you know I, i know some people like to go on a little road trip around town and go to all the yeah. different ballparks and that's a very very cool it's not a very long thing, road trip here it is not florida it is not it is not at all so make sure if you get a chance to do that do that have some fun and enjoy spring training of course uh we will be here reporting on this team all season long during spring training regular season postseason world series world series parade all that stuff but i'm putting a little bit ahead of myself as you know though every year is our year uh you can follow us on twitter i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k jesse is at jesse and friedman of course our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but all roads do lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook you're on a you're on a boat right now i am on a boat right now <laughs> i have no how, internet how connection. is the boat uh it's uh <laughs> it's relaxing jesse nice. it's relaxing cool. i haven't i haven't checked Just speak twitter that into time. existence <laughs> well we appreciate your guys time we thank you so much for stopping by and remember kids baseball is fun but it's so much more fun when i don't see your ding dong through your white pants